Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Black Wall Street is now online, baby. That's right. Visit the GW District. Shop the very best in men's and women's apparel and accessories, home decor, office supplies, books, pantry items, and so much more. The GW District is a retail marketplace of black-owned products and media. We're both veteran and black-owned, and we're bringing you the best online shopping experience with products made by small businesses. Come and experience the GW District difference today at Shop gwdistrict.com that's shop gwdistrict.com the gw district a retail marketplace of black owned products and media that's right that's right yeah hello hey how you doing sir doing good doing good man how are you i'm doing good i just gotta ask this question do you partake in the cannabis I do partake in cannabis, um, but not when I'm on parenting duty, which is where I am this evening. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, uh, either way, since you do partake, happy 420, sir. Oh, man, happy 420 to you. Damn. Like, I didn't even notice. <laughs> <laughs> like, days just, just go together, don't they? <laughs> yeah, they really, they really do. I could honestly use, I could honestly use a blunt right now, like, oh. Like you know, forget oh, them ink cartridges and shit. Like, oh yeah, <laughs> no, no, the ones you had to bust open it and 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 let the guts out. Yeah, that's right, that's right. These <laughs> kids don't understand a white out, Dutchess, Dutch master. Uh, yeah, Dutch masters, uh, uh, Phillies, Phillies mm-hmm. joints. Yeah. <laughs> now, if someone turned me on to a Swisher Sweet, I, I can't do it no more. I, I was like, nah, I can't do a Swisher. Oh, Any wow. other one, and there was another one they used to you should be able to get from like the drugstore that was in the in the in the um container. What are you talking about? Wrapping papers? No, not wrapping papers. It was an actual cigar. You can get. Oh. The, um, I can't think of the name of the brand off the top of my dome. Mhm mhm yeah but yeah I know there was I know there was a lot of them like that was that was once you once you got your little bag that was the next spot to go to you know what I mean mm-hmm. and it it be messed you know when we was broke and shit like <laughs> like you spent you spend your money on the weed and niggas is yeah. like yo like where somebody got a dollar 50 somebody got a dollar we got about his dutch <laughs> <laughs> Nobody got that joint. <laughs> oh, oh, if I can't do it, like, hey, mom, can I get a dollar? I want to go to the store real quick. I ain't going to tell right. you I'm getting a dollar for. Right. <laughs> I'm just but, a dollar. But, yo, but let me let me ask you, like, have you, like, you know, if you couldn't find a Dutch, you could find the dollar. Like, what, what resorts did you go to in order to, to smoke the weed? Because we did some crazy shit, yo, back in my early 20s, late teens. We... I remember I, I smoked out of an apple, man, like like an apple with with a straw. We found a way to smoke out of an apple. We, I think the closest, what did, I'm trying to think, it's very rare that we ever did nobody have a dollar. But, um, so like. you was it, with that bougie crew. That's what it sounded like. Y'all had, <laughs> y'all had money. 
<laughs> you grew up in a two-parent household. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy was like, "We can, you can find some damn spare change in it." Somebody's bitch, and I'm like, it's especially if you got homies. One of them fuckers got to have a dollar because one of them, their mama, or or you know how they like uh, some parents used to have like little uh, change change shit. With oh, the chain, the, like a piggy bank. Yeah, yeah. Bro, I used to hit that up all the time. Oh, so yeah. the parents leave the house. Shit, that's how I used to get Nicks. See, that was mm-hmm. that was gone to Nicks. You used to be able to get a five bag, five dollar bag. Now the five dollar bag is ten or twenty. Yeah, I remember. That. I remember like my cousin back in uh, East New York, Brooklyn. Like they used to get the fu- some. Uh, they used to get what was called a tray bag, which I think was a three dollar bag. I don't know, mm-hmm. I, but I know that's that's not how See? I rolled. But folks made nah, it happen. See, you, you you up north. I, I, I'm from down here in the Bull City. So oh. it's like, oh, so trust me. I didn't have that New York week. Good. Oh, and y'all about to get what? Legal and, and decriminalized? Oh, oh yeah. My. Oh, bro. That's going to happen all over, the, all over the country, man. Yeah. Yeah, That's I heard they tried, to run it through, they tried to run it through the first time with the Senate. And they had blocked it, but I know it's gonna go through because it's too much money to be made for it to be legal. And they oh, know, yeah, yeah, they yeah, yeah. Because see, people don't realize they, you know, um, what was it? The the guinea pig really was Colorado. Mm-hmm. Colorado and Colorado is doing well right now. Even though I think something something in the news went. I feel like something went down in Colorado recently, but um, but no, man. Yeah, I think state states are just taking advantage. Like there is a lot of money to be made, and now you know if you're sitting in a state that uh, that hasn't uh, wised up with the program, you're not really yeah. reaping none of the be- benefits. You know. Oh man, I was tripping. Right, I'm at work. I looked on the TV. They had a commercial for North Carolina endorsing medical weed. I said, Oh, word. Let me find out. Because, see, we were the last to get the lotto. So I know we'll probably be the last to get legalized. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's just, it just funny as hell. Like, even with the lotto, if you wanted to play the lotto a couple years back or many years back, like about, about 10, 15 years back, you had to go to Virginia, South Carolina. <laughs> Yo, you know, I don't I don't really watch a lot of television, but every once in a while, I'll, I'll you know, I'll watch it. Just mm-hmm. every once in a while, uh, just recently, and I'm I'm amazed at some of the commercials I be seeing. I mean, this might be off topic, but I saw a commercial advertising HIV medication. Like I know yes. back in the I yes. didn't see that back in the day. I mean, yes. we knew people was on that shit, you know, Kalitra and all that shit. Yeah. But, but you know, I'm like, yo, they oh, and they got people all happy. smiling, <laughs> smiling like 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 Chris Rock said back in the day. All I needed was some Robitussin to knock that AIDS out. You know, that's how they. <laughs> That's how they talk about it now. <laughs> I'm talking about they dancing. They got the two men. They was like, I'm living a full life with each other. Just dancing, working in shape, smiling, I'm just like, as all could be. <laughs> when I was coming up as a teenager, oh no. Magic came out with that bitch, goddamn, the world damn near died out of this bitch. Oh, oh my God, yeah. Magic. 
Yo, I don't know if you saw that picture that was circulating on social media. I got to send it to you, but it was a picture with Magic. He this was before he got that shit. It yeah. was it was Magic and it was just a whole bunch of white women. Just he was surrounded by them and the caption of the picture says, "This was the day." I was like, <laughs> He played Russian roulette with his dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Let me do these particulars. And we can get this show. I knew this show was going to be the shit. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Smokers Lounge here on Anchor, the perfect app for anyone who's trying to start their own podcast career. All you got to do is download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm and get yourself a profile today. I'm your host, Kevin Alba, Summit Champ, a.k.a. the poor rap star. Y'all know what it is. Find all my links with one link in one place. Allmylinks.com backslash porn rap star. I'd like to tell you about three wonderful sponsors that we have. The first one being the Facebook of the LS community, LSworld.com. Number two is one of the hottest rising adult magazines on the web as we speak. I'm talking about eroticism, eroticismmagazine.com. Go there today, get a monthly subscription, get it paperback or get it digital. Either way, get it and see some of the hottest ladies from around the world doing some freaky stuff within these pages. And last but not least, but also black owned, I'm talking about excitebunny.com. That's right. Black people, we finally have a porn platform. That's right. Let me tell you about it. Excite Bunny for your consumers is a new place where you can go and check out some of the hottest content creators and porn stars on the web today with some of their hottest content update on a regular basis. And for you content creators and porn stars, got something else nice for you. 90% profit. I'm talking about 90% profit. You get back and plus they also offer healthcare. And no restrictions. That means that if you can, you can put whatever you want up. You ain't got to worry about getting bumped off or getting kicked off or your stuff being taken down. So go to excitebunny.com, whether you're a consumer or a content creator, get that profile. I am a proud member of the GW District Black Podcasting Network. Multiple podcasts give you the black experience. Plus, while you're there, experience a great shopping from over black. 500 black-owned retailers and shops. So go to shopgwdistrict.com, buy black, support black businesses, build a black economy, so create generational wealth. Also check me out on skyhawkafterdarktv.com as well as SGP Radio on the BGP uh, app. Um, yeah, I, I got to look that up. I'm sorry. I, I, I screwed that part. <laughs> so now with that being said, I'm about to let my guest introduce himself. Sure. Uh, so I am Bomber uh, of the Black and Kinky Lifestyle podcast. I host the podcast along with my wife, Belle, and we are a black couple uh, that has been in the lifestyle for just under five years now. And uh, we use the podcast as a platform to share our experiences, our knowledge, our tips uh, to other black couples that are engaged in a swing of lifestyle so that they can, you know, essentially have a, have a voice that can really speak on what some of their experiences might be. Because what we found is that in the lifestyle um their, uh, you know, in the Swinger Lifestyle podcast community, I should say, uh, there is a dominance of uh, white, you know, couples, white individuals speaking on the Swinger experience in a way that is not 
reflective of some of the experience of my black brothers and sisters who have to deal with fetishization and have to deal with sort of being the fish out of water when it comes to engaging in many of these environments that are white dominant. Yeah, most definitely. Because um, even on my end of the fence, it's the same. Even mm-hmm. on the with the porn stars, you know, I, I call it the porn star podcast or feel or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. You know, period where a lot of the porn stars are now starting to do podcasts. And mm-hmm. which is crazy because also a lot of swingers, a lot of porn stars are swingers. So mm-hmm. he's very relevant to my podcast people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and uh, it was funny because I was listening to one of your episodes you were talking about when someone said they're an expert. <laughs> they said oh. they didn't read and right. he had me dying out laughing. I said, <laughs> I said, he's an expert, but he just did the research. He actually did it, sir. So, <laughs> so um, first of all, what got you? How did y'all get into the swinging lifestyle? Um, it was actually kind of interesting. So, my wife and I have always been somewhat, uh, you know, experimental. I mean, before we were in the lifestyle, we were somewhat candid about some of our sexual fantasies and we even had a little we were kind of you know we had a little experiences here and there um but they weren't like lifestyle experiences it might be like you know she might make out with a girl or something like that and and you know that was cool but we we didn't even know what the lifestyle was back then um but you know fast forward you know a little bit after we got married we've been together for uh you know well over a decade now and she um what well you know i was listening to i started listening to podcasts and started exposing myself to information out there and i just came across a um a uh individual on youtube they were um uh, but the way they described the swinger club which is what i always wanted to kind of visit the way they described the swinger club was kind of interesting um you know i was just thinking it would be motherfuckers be busting nuts left and right you'd have to walk in and be- walk in and dodge them shits you know i don't don't know like (laughs) like you fucking neo from the matrix just fucking dodging fucking cum bullets so um i had uh so i told my wife about it um and she was like you know yeah let's go let's go down there let's check it out um and so we went to a local strip club a strip strip club we went to a local swinger club called uh taboo um, and had a great experience in there. The crowd was real sexy. It was real diverse, which was very important. Um, but uh, and it was it was a great experience for both of us. Now I say that um, because that's not trivial. Because your first your first swinger experience, you want that to be positive, especially if you have a woman who's really on the fence about it. Like you want to make sure that that first one is like, oh, I want to know more. And so that's um, <clears throat> and that's what happened. We. We after we got back from the club, you know, we played with each other in there, but we played out in the open. So that was the first time she got watched, um, you know, and, and she liked being admired, watched. And, and I was I was feeling that I, it felt very sexy. So uh, after that, we started getting on a swing of website, started meeting couples and meeting up with couples. And, you know, we met a pretty sexy local group that we were partying with for a couple of years. And. Yeah, it's been it's been great. It's been great. Learned a lot about each other. Got close. Got good at communicating and all that. Yeah, because of course the thought process when it comes to black community that we don't swing that's that's white people shit. Mm-hmm. 
you know. And to me, it's like, like us as men, and I always say this, we, because I think about even with Benzino and what happened with Mano or what have you, all, all this shit. And it's like, we can't express our fantasies and our desires publicly. That's right. Because we'll be looked at as a certain way. That's because right. black men not supposed to do that. Black men mm-hmm. not supposed to clean. Black men not supposed to allow this woman to be shared. Mm-hmm. You know? And we have to fight with that. So mm-hmm. it's kind of like with, with, with your podcast, I'm, I like podcasts like that because it lets people know black people, we do get down too. Do not get it twisted. Mm-hmm. Why? we still stuck with that thought process in the black community. Yeah. I think a number of reasons. Uh, one, you know, let's, let's keep it real with the black community. Um, we are, (laughs) you know, we are like, uh, we are way behind when it comes to, um, sexual freedom and expression. Um, but that's not, you know, that's not our fault. I mean, honestly, slavery existed in this country longer than it hasn't. Uh, and, you know, we are still on a, if you ask me, we're on an exponential growth director, tra- trajectory. Um, yeah. Given where we come from, it is amazing how far we've made it. Um, but you see certain byproducts of that oppression. And I think... The one, the, there are several signs of it, but we are still extremely conservative, conservative and resistant to change. Um, when it comes to being, when it comes to you know being outside the curtains, like privately, black people are just fucking doing all kinds of shit. You know, you might have a guy that's like, "Yo, I ain't on that homo shit," but you find out he likes getting his salad tossed every weekend. So. Uh, so, you know, I think, it, you know, it, you know, and I still unfortunately know some Caribbean brothers who will refuse to go down on a woman, which is just blasphemous to me. I'm just saying it's disrespectful to the pussy. Yeah, right. You, right. you have to eat what you're about to fuck, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, uh, just, but. Just let me know she got good pussy by the taste. I'm just saying. Not, <laughs> right. You got to taste test the pussy first, nigga. Right, so, taste the pussy. Yeah. So okay. I, uh, but I think, so, you know, I think internally there's a lot of cultural barriers that we still need to fight through. You know, again, this isn't just black people. There's a lot of folks that are doing this, but I think black people are a special case because it's indicative of a systematic effort in our history to subdue us um, and to, you know, over-sexualize us. Or, you know, it's not... It's not it hasn't been unusual back in the day to say that black men were uh, sexual predators just for being black men and black women were these vixens that needed to be controlled. And so I think there's you know, uh, I think we're conservative. I think there are some uh, history behind our uh, hesitance. Um, And there's also um, some, uh, you know, the cultural beliefs. Uh, in our communities that really keep folks from um, from engaging. Uh, but the other thing is we do also, as human beings, we want to be approved 
by our social networks. We don't want to be um, pariahs. And uh, coming out as a swinger, coming out as a porn star, coming out as a sex positive, you know, people can relate to this. You lose friends. You you get yeah. judged by your family. Yeah. You, you, could, you could even, here's the other thing that people don't really think about. Man, if you have a child custody case, that could be used against you in a court of law. Bingo, that part. I actually had somebody on the podcast um, discuss that mm -hmm. um, and stuff. And I actually experienced that as it was brought up in the case. Lucky for me, the judge was like, well, do he film with the baby around? I said, I yeah. don't even see my child. He was like, mm -hmm. and how this relevant to this case? <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But, but, but see, the thing of... I, I, like you said, I always say this myself too, and you said it yourself also. Is that the more we claim to be progressive, we're conservative as fuck. Because even yeah. I hear dudes that would not let a girl rim them, rim him for shit, mm -hmm. you know, or what have you. Um, I, there's porn stars that probably get pegged but would never do a pegged video. You feel what I'm coming from? Right, because right, right. It's like they're worried about, oh my God, I, I lost my masculinity and this, this, this. And I'm like, this question I ask you, what makes a man in 2022? Because I hear so, so much from the other podcasters about how a man should show up, the modern woman, all this crap, the manosphere. You, you, you know what it is. Mm -hmm, so, mm -hmm. What yeah. is a man in 2022? A man in 2022. That is a good question. Um, and I think, you know, manhood for me is really about accepting who you are. Um, manhood for me has always been about being able to, um, you know, sacrifice when needed. Um, but, you know, as far as I mean, I don't think men have changed very much at all. To tell you, to tell you the truth, I don't think it been you know what we what we sort of emphasize and what we believe has changed. But men haven't changed very much. So you know, for example, you know, folks are talking about men used to be you know, men are becoming too feminized. For example, you know, and I think that's I think that's amazing um, because you think of some of the rock stars in the seventies yeah. and eighties. These motherfuckers <laughs> used to wear. Lipstick, okay. Look yeah, at look, look at Prince and Michael Jackson. Real feminine. Yeah. That 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 yeah. wasn't new. You know, uh, transvestites in uh, France, uh, trans sex workers. Down. You remember? You remember the movie, um, uh, uh, The Last Dragon? Yeah. You remember that scene in the uh, in in the um, movie theater? Where <laughs> Where where Shonoff had had to had to rough up some dudes, but there was this yeah. one trans man, this one trans woman rather, in the audience, like not the face, baby, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, I'm like I'm like things haven't really changed that much. We're just deciding to talk about a few things a little mm. bit more. A little bit more is out in the open. Yeah, because like kind of me, it's like I always say that the foolishness of the few drowns out the truth of the many. Because Absolutely. like we, because it's like when you hear, it, I mean, it even go to even into the swinger lifestyle, you know. Period. You're not supposed to share your woman. Um, you're not supposed to like you want to do a game bang. There's no such. Actually, I never really heard of a black couple so, uh, too often, you know. And even with the black BDSM side of things, mm -hmm. it's mm -hmm. kind of like I had this conversation with uh, one of my co-hosts, Reed Daly, 
you know what I'm saying? Marie Daily Report. Y'all check out mm-hmm. the premium smoke room. And she is submissive. She wants to do game bangs. Um, you know, she she's a submissive where she even want to get roughed up. And she was like, when she hollered black male talent, they they don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they looking like you crazy. You know, and and I always said this because one, because she's tall and she's and she's a BBW. And I was like, well, they probably a lot of people look at black women. She can be four foot eleven and hundred two pounds. Mm-hmm. They would think she's a dom before they think she's a submissive. And look at her crazy like she's a submissive. Interesting. Interesting. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I was like, you know, say, I mean, yeah. It, it, because it's interesting, like, when I hear, like, men, the black girls, they starting to want to do game bangs or what have you, you know. And it's like, it's hard for them to get them, especially if they want an all black one. Right. It's, it's like, it's, it's so many hangups that I think we have. And. But if she was a white girl, but well, so if she was a white girl, you think she would have got that game bang from black guys? Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's so many. It's so interesting the kind of assumptions people make about about others uh, when it comes yeah. to this submission and dominance thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's that's funny because when you look at, I mean, when you look at uh, dominant, you know, women, yeah. they tend to be big, tall, and you know, black ones in particular, um, you know, there's a lot of body positivity in that, in that space. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, that's, (laughs) that's really interesting. (laughs) Yeah. Because it's kind of like, it's like, even with like with some black girls that are submissive, they, 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 their doms are usually white in a lot of cases, you know, period. It's like, they Mm -hmm. can't imagine being dominated by a black man. Or what have you. So it's kind of like when it comes to the swing, you know, the BD, black BDSM and even the swinger lifestyle, it's like it's like the men have it. How can I put this? We already want to act like swingers in poly. <laughs> <laughs> we want to go there. Maybe one sided out this bitch, probably in most cases. But it's kind of like they, it's like they don't want to, it's like they're scared to admit they're freaks. Interesting. You know, I, I, yeah. it, from, from my observation in many ways, because it's kind of like, you know, when I even had conversations with my friends, they'd be like, the first thing that hollers me, that, that dude's fucking girl. I'm like, yeah, I met her in porn. What you talking about? <laughs> you know, the cra- you know, it's, it's interesting. Porn, I, you know, we don't, we, we don't, do a lot of we i mean you, you if you brought a fucking camera into some of our parties and some of our play sessions it would damn sure look like a porn yeah. um so i guess in some ways what separates the porn star from what the swingers are doing is a fucking camera um yeah, but you know i uh you know it's, it's a couple of things when it comes to porn what what fascinates me most of what i'm starting to learn uh, a lot more about is yeah just how consent works on a porn set and you know folks don't necessarily think about this a lot or at least i don't think but i was just reading this book about consent sort of playing its role in two ways one um who has consent or permission to use the footage that is uh that is that is produced um 
you know, who, who, who decides that? Because there's a lot of, um, there's a lot oh, of footage oh. that ends up getting stolen and placed on, you know, free sites. There's that, that end. Uh, but the other end is like when people are, uh, engaged in certain people decide to have certain kinds of sex, um, you know, uh, or flirt with certain people on set. Like when does that, when does that broach on inappropriate flirting? Like if I'm flirting with a female director, is that a problem? Like, have you ever heard of anything like that? Yeah. Uh, I got it. Okay. <clears throat> Strapping people. All right. I'm going to take it each piece. Um, when it comes to the content, if I want it, I have to pay everybody in the room. If I want it exclusive. Mm-hmm. If no one is paid, it's content trade across the board. That means everybody's involved in the scene from the cameraman to the filming of the scene. Let's make that clear. Because no, the, the makeup artist did not get a copy. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but the cameraman and the talents is split up between them. You know, period. And now, if they want to like have exclusive content, that's why you shoot multiple scenes within that session. And y'all basically just come to agreement, handshake, or what have you. Or if you want to put it on paperwork, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, if you want it exclusive, completely to yourself, everybody's paid across the board. Oh, I see. I see. You feel me? Um, yeah. That's why there's no royalties in porn. Anybody ever said royalties, they're freaking right. It's not music. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Is pay you up front? If not, I have to give you a copy. Kind of like a TFP. Uh, um, interesting. When it comes to <clears throat> on set, um, it is frowned upon. Wait, like this. There's a thin line between being thirsty and being flirtatious. Mm-hmm. It is good to be flirtatious because it breaks the ice between you and the female talent so that you can get the best out of her. Mm-hmm. It makes her feel wanted in turn, she gonna make you feel wanted. It's kind of like a dance. But you're there because you didn't meet her at the bar and you bought her a drink. You're there because you're getting paid or you're getting content. Mm-hmm. And you're gonna get the pussy anyway. So what's the point of even, you know, plus some of these women are married, have boyfriends, and the whole time. And two on the producing director end, they don't like dudes you're gonna be sitting there asking every fucking female talent you want to go out to dinner because the biggest question is, oh, if he's like that, one, he's gonna make the girls feel uncomfortable. Two, he's not gonna have his mind on the scene. He's gonna be too busy trying to just get pussy. And mm-hmm. the biggest thing, can we trust that you're gonna be clean when you take that TTS every time? And we talking about the some of these companies actually pay for the TTS. We're talking about 300 something dollars. Oh, wow. They got to have it every two weeks in some cases. So. Wow. Oh, wow. Like, thanks for breaking that down to me. Like, I, you know, um, yeah. I so. was clueless. Um, but, you know, yeah. but, but, you know, but, I mean, I wanted okay. to say this before because, you know, I had this one experience where I was telling a a fellow brother a story about how I was attempting to have a DVP, not a DVP, a DP uh, with this woman. And she was a bad chick, man. I mean, it was one of our, one of our first experiences. And, um, and so I was telling him about that story and 
the first thing he said was, well, damn, how can you do a DV, a, a GP? Doesn't, doesn't, don't y'all dicks touch at some point? And I said, and I'm thinking, Nigga, I just told you this girl wanted to wanted to have a dick in her ass and in her pussy, and you talking about our dicks touching? Like, which one of us is gay right now? You know, <laughs> which one of us is really on you know on that stuff? Like, if that's the one thing you're gonna be thinking about, brother, it's okay. Hey, I, I'm sorry. If you if look, let's keep it one hundred. If you in the orgy, if you in the game, babe, if you in a threesome. At some point, your dick gonna touch another dick. <laughs> I'm saying it's facts. I'm yes. sorry. She might want two dicks in the mouth. What you gonna do? Oh God, don't don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. That's what I'm Damn saying, no. man. That same dude gonna be sitting there talking about some, giving you a high five, talking for some brushes and bees. <laughs> he forgot all about the fact that dicks are touching the mouth. I told you, hey, that's why I said some people they hang up is just funny to me. Because it's like the last thing you would think, oh, if our dick's going to touch. I, it, 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 it will blow my mind if someone said that to me. I'd be like, and no, and there's some male talent that was that, that um had an issue. No, what, what was it? Had an issue um, if, um, what was it? If the dick touch or come or something. It was something oh, in nature. Come. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that that that's a complex a lot of folks have. Yeah, and uh, I don't know if it was he was rubbing, he rubbed a face, and he came on it, and another priest came on right before she never wiped it off, and he just rubbed it in. Oh wow! <laughs> or some, or they dictate it was something, and he just fucked his head up. Oh, and I'm wow. like, when you in that world, you whether it's singing, whether it's porn, do mm-hmm. you you it. You're going to make contact with something. Yeah. It's, it's... Man. Listen. <laughs> listen, it's like, you know, it, it's just like, ah, uh, oh, man, I, 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 I don't know. Like, if a, if, a, <laughs> yeah, if, we, if we're in a gang, but it's just something you don't think about. Like, I guess it's some funny no, questions you don't. Like, like, you know, if I smash a chick and, you know, bang, I'm, you know, she's covered in my sweat and shit. The next, the next dude's going to come in. Think he's thinking about my bodily fluids. He's just thinking about smashing. That's it. You know, we, just, we all taking a shower. We all it. taking a shower after, man. You know. I told you. No, we're fucking. Who gives a shit? <laughs> <laughs> You're lucky you even in the room, too. Because there's some men, they women would not let his ass go do that, or even join in. Let's keep it real. Now we do have, but we do have a culture that perpetuates the homophobic, um, yeah. you know, sort of thinking. Now that's yeah. changed a bit, um, but I think you know, I know me, I know my boys. We have all been raised in environments raised by men who absolutely mm-hmm. despised anything that went beyond smashing a chick, missionary, uh, and even that, you, you know, be careful who you mention that in front of. And so it's almost like as a man, you got to you got to relearn certain things. You know, I remember one of the best books I read back in the day uh, was She Comes First. I can't remember the author off the top of my head right now, but it was the first book that really walks through um, how to please the female vulva. 
um, what to focus on during cunnilingus, you know, what to focus on while you're, you know, while you're smashing it, you know, just the art of pleasing a woman. Uh, and, you know, that was me coming off of constant messaging, uh, telling me that it was all about me. It was all about me getting a nut. And there were so many opportunities I missed because I was so focused on that. You know? Yeah. Because it was like, even at like a young age, um, mm -hmm. I understood the importance of pleasing the woman. Mm -hmm. When I like watched the porn, it was like, it, which was funny because all the porns that I watched, which was all white porns, the man always hated the pussy. And then the black was, I didn't really see that too tough. But I saw the reaction that she had afterwards. And then when I started having sex myself, I started noticing the difference. And when I did her first versus she did me first. When she mm -hmm. did me after me, it's night she and did day. <laughs> it's night and day. <laughs> she kind of mm -hmm. like, uh, after I eat that pussy, like, ah. <laughs> so, yeah. it, so it's, it, to me, it's, we've been taught to be sexually suppressed by our own. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of like, even to the point, like, I think that the older I got, the more I became unsexually suppressed mm -hmm. with age, mm -hmm. you know, because it's kind of like, even when I listen, even when, even when porn, it's funny as fuck. A lot of the girls that come into business now is in their 40s. Yeah. The marriage. One girl told me, I ain't even suck dick during my marriage. Now I love it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I see your husband hate your fucking guts right now. <laughs> yeah, it's it's interesting how and uh, and when people rediscover who they are uh, yeah. within their life course, because, you know, I'll tell you, we've been in their lifestyle for, you know, we haven't been in there like for 20 years or nothing. We've been, we've been dancing this, you know, dance for about four years, five years. Um, and in that small bit of time, I mean, we've shifted, you know, we, uh, you know, we, when we discovered swinging, we wanted to do everything. We went to all the parties. We went to all the getaways. We, you know, went to Naughty New Orleans. You know, we went to, went on the Bliss Cruise. You know, recently we went to Desire. That was more recent. Um, but um, I think over time we uh, had some experiences that were wonderful. Um, but then we had some experiences that weren't so wonderful. Um, and then we, we really had, we had really got the identity, the, the opportunity to, to see what we liked. Um, and, you know, once we found out what we liked, it was clear that that was rare to find, you know, for example, finding a couple where I and she vibes with the man. That is a, that is a rare thing. Usually I'm like, Oh man, I'd fuck the shit out of this chick. And she looks at the guy, she looks at the guy and she's like, Negative, negative, <laughs> negative, fail, no, that's not compute. That's, that's the, the hardest part about it. It's kind of like that's why me, I let my woman pick it because, because me, I already know that she's gonna pick the, if she picks the couple, it's gonna fit versus yeah. me because yeah. I have to. It's, it's 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 shooting blanks that it's shooting in the dark out this bitch yeah. with no yep. light. Yep. 50 I mm. hope she liked both of them. Mm. And even even the girl, it's like we can't bring the girl because we taking the risk that one, she don't like her, and two, regardless of 
if y'all have done it before or not, the argument up, you just wanted to fuck her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the fucker, that's why you brought her. Yeah, no, we we can't we can't be the leaders in that choice. Um, yeah, you know, we just need to you know <laughs> sit back and and make sure that our swag still shines so that the other woman is interested. And um, yeah, it's uh, you know one thing that we learned. In- there's a lot of brothers out here that just ain't trying, man. They're just, I don't know. Yeah. Like, I'm like, yo, just just put on some nice clothes, man. Like, you know, tell mm-hmm. some jokes, have some personality, smile in your pictures or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but so, do you think that a lot of these guys, when they come, because we talk on the man side things, when they go to these swinger parties, do, is it, do they have the right to think they're going to automatically get some pussy while they're there? Oh hell no, not nah. well. It depends, man. You know, there's there's a hierarchy. It's just like, yo, man. It's just like uh, financial inequality. You know, yeah. we got sexy inequality. Sometimes there's some guys who who are filthy rich. They got a nice body. They're tall. The guys I'm talking about. Um, and uh, unfortunately, if you black, if you a black dude, a good looking black dude, oh man, you could walk up in a party and get some pussy. Like as long as you got some tight game, your game still yeah, has to be yeah, tight. Yeah, you got to have swag with it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you could be a little quirky, but you can't be thirsty and think that, uh, you know, I'm I, my dick is here. Who want it? You know, something. It's not going to work like that for you. You still got to come in with some kind of charm. You still got to come in with respect. You still got to come in humble. And yeah. you know what? Usually, when you do that. Your dick will be summoned. You know what I mean? Yeah, because it, it's funny from um, hearing the the Swinger Club chronicles from <laughs> from uh, my girl Spit Queen and, and and Blue Flame on their podcast. Well, now newly branded their podcast. Um, mm-hmm. They they were talking about that from a woman's point of view, and like some of the dudes, like she she met one dude, let him hit. She she thought he was good looking till she got him in the light. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that happens sometimes you know? too. Yeah, so it's 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 like how can I put it like this? What do you consider a great swingers experience? Oh man, yeah, no. What I consider a great swingers experience again is when we have that four way connection, um, mm-hmm. and and you know I'm like so it's literally like you know when we meet a couple. We vibe with that couple. We have chemistry, you know, and we have a lot of couples in our lives that we vibe with. But then not only do we vibe with them, but I like the dude. Like, I, you know, it's not on no like gay shit. I just I like him. He's a cool guy. We could talk like that's great. We could talk without the woman or with the women there. We could joke. We could laugh. And I like the way he my partner responds to him. I like the way my wife responds to him. I like the way he talks to my wife. I like the way he makes her feel good. Um, and then, of, of course, I'm doing my thing with the woman. And, you know, if she's feeling me, I'm feeling her. You know, I get that vibe, that, that vibe and that energy. Um, and, you know, the energy is flowing. And uh, and then we take it to the playroom. We figure out that uh, our play styles align. You know what I mean? He does the things that she likes done to her. I do the things that I, she likes done to her. And everybody's just busting nuts like we going in. I remember one time there was a recent story I had shared on our podcast where um, we, you know, we met up with this couple that we liked. And it was it was it was all love, man. We went to the you know, we, we went to the hotel room. We didn't we had dinner in the hotel room just because we didn't want to spoil the vibe by leaving a hotel room. 
Um, and then, you know, we took some edibles, played some games and, you know, played, 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 you know, doing our thing, just fucking in the room. And the fucking fire alarm goes off after after we're done. The fire alarm goes off, so we gotta we gotta put all our clothes on, right? We're putting our clothes on, and then you know we walk out of the hotel, and then the fire alarm starts off. And what we do instead of like calling in the night, we go right back at the hotel, take our clothes off, get right back in bed, start fucking again. That's a good yeah. night. Yeah, that's a great night. When, <laughs> like when you like when you go back. That's when you know yeah. it's serious. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm going to ask you this. Do y'all do threesomes like y'all might go to the club and get a AK unicorn? Or, I guess they're yeah. No, that's that's usually a negative because the thing is, the bell, she don't like eating pussy. She's just not her thing. <sighs> so it, it changes <sighs> the whole, like, it changes the whole dynamic. She likes what she like titties. She like making out with chicks, but she know that chicks want more than that. So we never do threesomes with a woman. It's just going to be a disappointment for her. I can do some things, but that woman want to get eaten out by another woman. That's usually how that happens. And she can't get it. I'm going to say is this. He has proved my point of how a threesome can be perfect. (laughs) 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 Because the woman is not into women. You're going to have issues, I'm trying to tell you. Yep. <laughs> You're going to yep. have issues. Yeah. It, 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 she got to participate in some way to the woman, whether it's unless she's one of them chiefs that put on a strap on and the girl that she that, that y'all doing it with enjoys a strap on. That's a totally different story. But yeah, yeah. She has to participate in some other way because that's hard to sit back for a woman to see another woman do mm-hmm. you and make mm-hmm. you say things. Because think about it, both of y'all is occupied. So it's like y'all seeing it and y'all enjoying it. You get turned on seeing each other being pleased as you're being pleased. Yeah. So and me, me seeing her not being pleased is, um, yeah, that could be an issue. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, I, I, I need my wife to take care of you. Yeah, they out of your business, oh, you. <laughs> I can't be the only one having fun. She ain't about to kill beast. Yeah. So we, uh, yeah, I mean, we would, you know, one thing we could, one thing we have thought about is bringing a a second guy into the bedroom and she just be sort of pleased by the both of us. I mean, you know, we thought about that, but uh, we have not done that before. Yeah. I know a lot of people who like that. So, it's uh and have recommended it and you know i remember there were times where i would be um you know me her you know we would be with a couple and then you know the one the other woman might want to take a break or she might go to the bathroom or something so um so it just be me the bell and you know the guy and you know a lot of times that was a really relaxing thing for me because you know while she's getting pleased i i could just I could just do anything else I want to her, you know, and and she's not waiting for me. She's getting pleased. So I could really kind of focus on her body and focus on touching the right places and, you know, licking her titties the right way while she's, you know, getting pleased in this other way. Um, You know, it it was like meditation for me when that was happening. So I could kind of see the, the, the allure of it. Yeah. Because um, in many essence, it's kind of a cuckold. You feel what I'm saying? And, it's funny that if you say cuckoo to a black dude, he, he no, ain't no way, I ain't no cuckoo. You sit back, and you, cause like me, I'll sit back and like, 
Like if my wife brought a dude on, I'll sit back and watch. Then eventually, you know what I'm saying? That's that's cuckold shit. You know, yeah. um, you know, period. And then, like I said, also with the dynamic, like I said, I like you. You know what I'm saying? It, I tell people you got to find what works for you. You know, period. I mean, I think you know when it when it comes to cuckold, like I, I more so think of it as more a, more of a hot wife thing. When I think yeah. of cuckolds, cuckolds for me, the way I've I've defined it is when it's not just like you 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 know you watching your chick get pounded out by a guy or whatever. Like that guy, it has to be a powerful guy. It has to be a bigger guy. Maybe some guy mm-hmm. that might have a bigger dick, bigger body, stronger body, or whatever. Oh, you That's know, a, damn good way to Let's make this clear. A lot of reasons why men don't want to do the swing because they know they're not going to win in the picking. <laughs> <laughs> they're not going to win in the picking of the other one they fucking. Because, yeah, you might get that dime piece, but no, she going to get that dude. Yeah. She gonna get that dude. And you mm-hmm. got to sit back and watch that dude. Mm-hmm, <laughs> you know, no, I say you got to get, t- you have to be one to get turned on watching your woman being pleased. Yeah, you know. and no, and and and, but I also, I mean, I get turned on watching her get pleased, but I also just like her getting pleased. Yeah, you know, I, I just, I just like, I, I, I'm happy for her. I, and you know, I, I like the fact that, you know, because I'm, I mean, we've been together for a long time. Like, I can still please her, and I can still please her, right? But as far as like a new guy, like even if, you know, he don't look as good as me, like a new guy that's really like, oh, you know, when you tell your woman she's beautiful, she she doesn't yeah. really believe that shit no more, man. You a husband. Yeah. She don't believe that shit. But another guy tells her she's beautiful. She's like, oh, thank you. You know, yeah. and, <laughs> and, and, and for us, and for like dudes like me and you, that's a smile on my face. Like, yeah, yeah. that's mine. I take that home. Yeah, that's <laughs> the that other home. thing. That's the other thing. I wake up. I wake up next to that every day. Those titties yes, I see every day, you know. Um, yes. And there's then there's another guy just dreaming about it. You know, that's yes. I like that. That's sexy. I get off on that. Yeah. You know. So when you when y'all talk to other, let's say couples that are thinking about teetering on it, what's the one thing? that you feel is important that they need to know? Oh, they need to make sure that they are each other's priority. That is number one, no matter how much. Here's the thing, because I'm so I'm in a relationship right now with my wife where she is like unhappy um, 85 percent of the time um, with the guys that come up to us, <laughs> you know, um, and I could take that a number of ways. Like, you know, I'm like, yo, I'm so ha- I'm, I'm I'm easy to satisfy. Why are you so hard to satisfy? Why are you like, why are you being a mean black woman all the time? You know, I could I could take it there. Um, and my thing is, uh, don't do that, you know, um, because. Um, and there's no and I've been with a lot of women, a lot of beautiful, bad women none of them can hold a torch to my wife and the life that we've built. And sometimes people can forget that. I'm really talking to the guys right now. Sometimes you can forget that. Look, 
no matter how frustrated your wife makes you on in in her in in her choices and her uh, 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 decision to be in the lifestyle, yo, you yeah. swallow that. That's that's your choice. Y'all in this together. She has to be happy with this, and if she's not, then you not happy with it. Because I'm telling you, if you try to fuck with this thing when she doesn't want you to. Um, you are going to make one of the biggest mistakes of your life. So that's 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 one piece of advice I'd give. The other is that this is a communication exercise. You know, um, you have to to tell each other what you like, what you don't like, um, and you got to get more specific over time. And you have to be amenable to changes over time. Sometimes what you like, you don't even know until you tried it, and now you want a totally different game. Um, the last thing I will. Um, Shoot, I, th- I can't remember what the last thing I was going to say was. Um, yeah, it just slipped my mind. It was, it was important. It'll, it'll, it'll come back. It'll come back when I remember. Yeah, because I would tell people the key to a relationship is how you adjust to the changes of your mate. Mm-hmm. Just your yeah. change. You know, and, and I think, like, I, I have talked to a, a couple that they don't swing or nothing, but they do porn. And they really get down with it, you know. Mm-hmm. And they won't you know, go outside the circle, have you? And it was like, like porn, like, you know, um, swinging. Okay. It's kind of like it reinvigorates the marriage in so many yeah. ways, you know, period. Now, the question I'm going to ask you is, because I always said this, Oh, I just remember what I was going to say. This was important. <laughs> and then I'm going to then throw your question at me uh, before right. I forget it again. Uh, the third thing I was going to say is understand that you're going to fuck up. You got to accept that you and your partner, you or your partner are going to fuck up at some point. You're going to learn and then you're going to fuck up again because that's not because that's part of swinging life. It's part of life in general and coming back to talk and forgive each other and heal is your number one priority. Knowing how to do that is what will make you a strong couple in this lifestyle. But go ahead. Facts. Sorry, what was your question? Yeah, facts. But no, I always said this. Monogamy is mental, but yet we want to equate it to physical. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, man, that that's so true. Because to me, I, I always said this, and, and even even before porn, I was like, someone asked me, well, could you date a you know, prostitute, stripper? Well, you know, all them questions that you know the boys always ask each other. Saying, yeah, mm-hmm. you don't change the fucking woman, which you do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's why I say, well, I listen to like, some of these manosphere shit. I just want people to know that's not the majority. Mm-hmm. It's nothing wrong with my woman make more money than me. Great. Yay. <laughs> yep. You know, period. It, it, like I said, people sometimes care about things that make no sense for them to care about. No, man. You know? so, hey, hey, Chris Rock said it best in his tambourine special, mm-hmm. and I would urge people to see that. But his whole point was that, yo, when you when you're in a relationship, you both have the same purpose, and your purpose mm-hmm. is to serve, serve yeah. each other. And, you know, sometimes you, you can't really be on competition with your partner. You can't be you can't be competing. What if I win, she wins. If she wins, 
I win. If I lose, she loses too. And if she loses, we together. Now, sometimes you, you going to be, you know, on stage singing and she's going to be backstage, you know, doing a little backstage dance or whatever. And sometimes she's going to be on stage and you're going to be playing that shitty ass tambourine. But if it's your time to put, if it's your time to play that shit, you better play yeah. the shit out of that tambourine. That was, that was one of his best messages, man. Now, I, I'm going to tell you, I, I sent the question to Mandy B, who is, shouts out to Mandy B, love of the devil, gorgeous ass, and uh, she saw what it meant to me. Now, I was hearing them talk about the modern woman, her having all the money, where does a man, where's his place, where did he show up, da, 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 right? I said, well, I want you to think about this. Y'all always talk about it from the point of where the man, where the woman got the money. Okay. And this is how I came up with it. Now, if anybody watch Black as Fuck, right? Mm-hmm. Low key, he didn't get his stride first. It was the wife. She took care of his ass until he got his writing credits and started getting that money with the writing. And she quit being a lawyer. So she was making all the money. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Everybody love Gina and Martin, right? I'm about to fuck everybody head up. For half of the damn, for half of that damn run, Gina made mo- all the money. Martin was a radio DJ. He won't make money like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Gina was advertising executive. Stop playing with me. But mm-hmm. then he ended up getting the TV show, right? So I asked her the question. I said, well, what happened in midstream relationship? The role switch. Now, how did he show up? And not only that, do she still show up the same? Right. You know, period. Because right. us as men, we ain't going to expect you to change how you show up, whether you was making more money than, than we did. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? You know, period. Just like they're going to expect us the same way we treated them when we were broke. They're going to want they're gonna want that same attention, that same affection, that same attention to care when you got the money. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah, no, that's a no. That, that's that's a great point. I think in general, um, you know, we as a people need to respect and honor the ability to adapt in these situations. You know, sometimes the way we serve has to shift, um, and we we have to understand that. You know, long term, long term, it you know, you, you really have to be forward thinking here. Yeah. Uh, you know, so I I love those th- those examples you gave because it just showed, you know, if you let competition destroy a good relationship, there's so much there's so much light, so much gold, so much so so many gifts at the end of the tunnel. You just cut yourself from. You don't know where this could lead. You know. Yeah. Um, because so. I mean, because way I look at it is is that it's like. Because you got so many of our fellow podcasters who they use their mic to spit foolishness. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just keeping it 100. I don't put no punch on my show. And to me, you're embarrassing the rest of the black men. Mm-hmm. Because, okay, then I, I, I said this too. I said, you sit there and say you don't want a woman that's successful. You say a woman that's not successful will never get a man. All right. But you're complaining about that chick that's broke that can't cook. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's what right. you wanted. Right. <laughs> right. What you right. Wanted. 
right. You know, there's a lot of, it's so interesting. There's a lot of like legitimate dating coaches that just quit their job because, <laughs> because they got, you know, I, I think we can, conf- a lot of folks are walking around here confused looking for love because, uh, yeah. you know, I know I was talking to my wife about this on one of our uh, Patreon posts uh, that, um, you know, we wouldn't have chose each other if we had listened to some of the nonsense that's on these yeah. podcasts and on YouTube. We wouldn't have thought we would have rejected each other. Like, oh, you know, she's she's not so-and-so. So, you know, she's she's getting her fucking PhD. She's not for me. Um, or, you know, she was, you know, I wasn't making too much money, but I was like, try, I was trying to do my thing. I was young. Like, yeah. I was on my journey. Um, but, you know, she might not have dated me because I wasn't making enough money, you know? And, and it's like, it's, it, it, she... she relied on her intuition some of the things she learned from her grandma about what a good man is supposed to look like um you know and uh, i feel i feel like a lot of what's going on not only on podcasts but on social media too like you know it's 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 really really awful man like and, and unfortunately this is where most people are getting their information about relationships yeah actually because it's like <clears throat> It, when I sit there and listen to these people, right, and, and I'm kind of like, okay, maybe the way I grew up in a two-parent household, or even even listening to some of the women in my family, and even some of the men, and maybe maybe it's the men they would talk to. I don't know, but all the men in my family, like, I don't want no broke ass woman. Mm-hmm. My granddad said, zero plus zero equals zero. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why was the one just as broke as me? <laughs> and dude, she made more money than me. She gonna spend money on me. Mm-hmm. You know, period. I, it's 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 like to me. I I said this to the girl. I said y'all need to stop dating lanes. Mm-hmm. Because if if he has an issue with you being successful, and making more money, that's more on him. That's actually the more that that's that's right. I mean, that's actually the more dangerous thing. It's not yeah. it's not really, you know, you want to make sure his head is in the right place as far as what his ambition looks like yeah. uh, and what he's trying to do. Um, but it's really important how he sees you and your potential success. That's actually yeah. very, very important. Yeah, because because it's, it's because I like I, I, I listen to girls who I've seen in, in this business, just porn mm-hmm. girls who work getting it. I'm making money, getting gigs, leave the game because the guy they dating at the time, she worked at the time. <laughs> See where I'm going with these people. Wanted them out of the game. Or, no, you can't fuck nobody up but me. This and third. But then about two years later, after he done cheated on about three times and left the ass for the, for the next chick, now she got to pick up the piece, try to get back into business, and it's harder. That's why I used to tell girls, I'm like, no, never sacrifice your career for that dude. He has to accept you for who you are, just like you got to accept him. Women, y'all accept a drug dealer being a drug dealer, you still date him. Yeah. You, you accept this ball player, even though you, you might not want him to cheat, you might not think he's going to cheat, but in some cases, we know what it is. It's 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 really interesting where this kind of thinking comes from because you know back in the day, um, a woman could bear a woman could barely leave the house before she got married, um, yeah. but it seems like you know and there were reasons for that like men were the 
uh, source of income uh, and security for a lot of women. Um, you know, that has changed quite a bit. Um, so it's interesting that even though women have the ability uh, to be really independent financially, um, that, you know, some men still have the power to make these broad demands on how they're supposed to make their money. Um, yeah, so it's real interesting, man. I mean, I, you know, I, 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 I never ever thought about doing porn. Um, and the, yeah. my wife has, has fantasized about being a stripper because, you know, there is a, there is a performer performance in it, but I think she's settled for, uh, trying out burlesque. Um, but, uh, that's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I, I met my wife through the business. So, oh, that's what's up. And, and, uh, she, she, she did pretty well. She did pretty well. Sometimes she was in it. And, mm-hmm. uh, to, to me, I think because the girl that I was dating before her, the reason why we broke up because she wanted me to quit, I was like, nah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nah, is it because you the pussy? I'm like, no. Woman is is, is paying bills. Mm-hmm. It's making money. <laughs> and see, that's the thing that people don't really get is that we have to separate personal to business. You know, period. That's and, and and you live because it, it like put it this way, it's mental prep, it's physical prep, it's all that before you get in front of the camera anyway. And oh, a lot yeah, of people, sure. a lot of times, even when I did these podcasts, that porn star talk to porn stars, they don't talk about that shit. They don't talk about that part of the industry. Mental prep, the the pre care, the aftercare, discussion of boundaries. You know, how do you pick the town that you work with? You know, mm-hmm. that's what I do with my podcast. It's I break it down to the crux and the real. You know, misconceptions. Mm-hmm. Same way that y'all want to kill misconceptions about and educate people about the swinger lifestyle. Because I don't talk to people swingers about that. That, which is crazy. Many swingers end up getting into porn because a lot of women that I talk to they're swingers and they in porn. Right. And it's 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 kind of like. There's so many misconceptions of what swinging is. There's so many misconceptions of of how to swing and 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 and, and how to live in that space. And it, how important is it that your show speaks upon that and help kill the misconception and also answer questions? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. Porn. I feel. I mean, it's it's interesting. I was talking to somebody about this before um and thinking about where you know where being a swinger lies in the spectrum of different um you know lifestyle choices uh and i had traditionally seen swinging as something that would exist in the same world as polyamory and as i you know as i've been in it lifestyle long enough it the thing is people regard the thing is polyamory is something you could talk about publicly. Polyamory is something you can come out as polyamory is something you're more likely to see in a TV show or a documentary, but you start talking about swinging. One of the, one of the biggest sources of swinging information, you find that shit on like playboy, you know, you find, you know, you find it on Pornhub, like, you know, real life people being interviewed, like they're on a fucking reality show. 
and then, you know, trying out swinging. So swinging isn't necessarily seen as like this relationship lifestyle choice, even though there's a lot of friendships that are built um, that are very intimate. But see, I think I think the reason why, because with other things you named, me and the swingers are married or in relationships. So when to society, we 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 taught not to excuse me. I'm gonna say this again. Thanks to Charlemagne of the Franks, not Charlemagne of the gods in the Holy Roman Empire, they kind of put all this bullshit in motion. <sighs> I feel better now. <laughs> um that we're stuck with the notion that you're not supposed to share your wife. Mm-hmm. Your wife is the only she, she he, she's the only one you supposed to have sex with. She's the only one you supposed to fuck. Well, actually, technically, you have as many wives as you want, the way the Bible tells you. But she supposed to only fuck you. That's it. Not a woman, not a man, not even a dildo. You just you. Mm-hmm. And it's that thought process. So swinging is it, it's like pretty much like with swinging. To them, it's more of a quote unquote sin than that if you're talking about being in the BDSM or yeah. or, or or being poly because poly they equate that to closer to what, what the narrative is just like you got the sister wives you get what I'm saying mm-hmm. um, one man got so many women you know period they, they always glorify the movies men cheating they don't really glorify women cheating too tough you feel me mm-hmm. um but like I said, but if they were swinging, they don't want to show because that's a married couple saying, yo, let's open the door and let other people in and let's play and have fun and enjoy each other. They don't want that narrative. You feel me? That's the reason why your boy Will Smith is going fucking crazy. They in a fucking open-ass marriage, actually swingers to a certain extent, but mm-hmm. he can't be honest and open about it because it will kill his brand. Yeah, um... Yeah, unfortunately, yeah, that that Will Smith and Jada thing is there, there's a lot. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's another show Yeah, but you know, yeah, but all. I mean, yeah, swinging more parallels with porn certainly, uh, and certainly when you go on certain websites, I mean, people are are using websites to release, you know, their their pornographic material. You know, there's swingers yeah. that have a lot. I mean, there's a lot of swinger podcasts that got their OnlyFans page. Um and they're releasing a lot of a lot of a lot of sexual content. So a lot of swingers sw- swingers becoming sex workers all power yeah. to them. Um, because I you, mean I'm sorry, go ahead. I'm sorry. I mean No, I, I was just gonna say when you open that door, when you open that door being your authentic self and being sexually yeah. free it is it's interesting what comes out of that door. Oh yeah. And see the thing is with porn, like the swing of lifestyle, it allows you to be sexually open with no judgment. That's right. You know Once you got a taste of that. You, you, you can't go back. I'm saying mm-hmm. I can't I can't go back to being benevolent. Oh, Even though no. I'm retired. <laughs> like retired. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I did. I did. Uh, almost twenty years. Okay. And you're not doing part. no more. You're completely out. Yeah. It's 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 kind of like I tell anybody when the same way I made a decision that when I'm in, I'm in. When I say I'm gonna be out, I'm gonna be out, and I ain't gonna turn back. 
and stuff. And that's part of the reason why podcasting, why I started podcasting, because it took up the space of me not doing it anymore. Plus, I'm at the point now that I can make money in my sleep from it. Mm-hmm. You know, that I got enough and I shot over 400 scenes in my in my 15 career, probably more than that. Good. You know, but um, it's just I didn't go Hollywood because. I already knew the writing on the wall back in the day when I was trying to get girls in the business and the producers in Hollywood was already telling me, get them to do, film their own shit. Out here is dying. The internet gonna take over. So I already knew what it was. So mm-hmm. I was like, I knew the content creator era was coming, but I didn't know it was gonna be like this, though. You know, so, um, mm. to where it's too easy to get in, per se. Um, but like I, but like I tell anybody, it's just a, when it comes to the swingers, a lot of swingers do end up doing it because one, if you got swingers that throw parties, what great way to advertise your party? Oh yeah, oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> and then on the other end, usually because women are the the main course in this business, mm-hmm. it's the opportunity for a female one to be able to get fucked raw and he's quality and he's tested. So, and also less issue with a person have to catch feelings and it, it's kind of like they do it to not indulge in the swing of lifestyle, but also indulge in a way where it's a safe bet. Because let's be real, like you said in the club, she might see one that look good, but he might not be up to tax down below. And right. she might, man, it's some bullshit. Yep, sometimes the play style doesn't match. Hell yeah, and then we sit there, we got our play style, we're like, I can't fuck you because I fuck you. She <laughs> nah, we good, boy. We, we good, we good. We, we'll talk a little bit later. We'll talk a little bit later. Because mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. you got to keep them happy, player. You gotta keep them happy. My daddy told me that a long time ago. Mama ain't happy. Nobody's happy. Mm-hmm. So my brother, man, I had you on here for an hour, man, and I definitely would love to bring you back so we can chop it up some more. Even bring you back on some of the other podcasts that I have on on the network, man. Oh yeah, no problem, man. This was uh, this was fun. I'm always uh happy to, you know. I think, you know, more content creators more black men in particular that can talk yeah. about this stuff in a really mature and informed way is important um because you know there there is a lot of riffraff a lot of ignorant shit going on out there and we need yeah. to we need to balance it out um you know i feel like the women got a lot of stuff locked down there's a lot of good yeah. female content creators out there but yeah. we gotta we, we really gotta pick it up ain't a lot of it in the space i mean seriously it really ain't you know yeah. uh but I think just all the time I don't um because like even with me being in the group that the same group that we in in Twitter, seeing, you know, you, seeing Bull, um I can't think of it, uh of course Amari, you yeah, know what I'm yeah. saying? Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, and then too also to be able to connect with other black podcasters and be yeah. on their show, I be on their shows, you know, it's like that's why I wanted to be, because it's the same way with porn. You know, you, you want to collaborate with people mm-hmm. so that we share each other's knowledge and wealth as well as fan base. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, man, I definitely want to bring you back as well as the wifey. 
and stuff. Actually, might bring y'all on um, probably one of the other shows, most definitely. Oh so. yeah, no, we'd be glad to come on. Wifey's oh, wifey's a hell of a lot more busier than uh, I am, and you know, <laughs> usually, usually, I'm the, usually I'm the one doing this work. Um, mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, no, definitely this was great, and uh, I I welcome your listeners to check us out at Black oh, and Kinky definitely. Lifestyle. Black and Kinky Lifestyle at gmail.com is how you can email us. Black and Kinky, we're available on every single podcast platform there is. Um, you know, we're on Apple, we're on Spotify, we we just all over the place. It's, it's hard not to find us, but Black and Kinky Lifestyle at gmail.com. Um, check us out. See? AKA Black Fucking Excellence People. <laughs> that's why I love this goddamn space I get to talk to my motherfucking peoples we yeah. get to chop it up and say some real ass shit right. and kill some of this bullshit that y'all be hearing on you <laughs> cause I swear to god cause stop listening to motherfuckers that ain't even married right <laughs> yo it's crazy I'm saying, right <laughs> I'm like why I'm gonna talk to somebody only been with that person three years no I want to talk to motherfuckers that been together for 50 yeah, like grandma and granddaddy, they'll tell you how to keep your marriage going, tell you how to stay together. Grandma and granddaddy, y'all mother want to listen to these motherfuckers that been divorced four times, single, don't even date black women, and hell, they <laughs> probably started a relationship the day before they did the podcast episode. Right. <laughs> <laughs> y'all want to get relationship advice for them motherfuckers. Need to get relationship oh, advice for me and my mama over here. We've been with our women for a long time, so we know how to make them happy. And yes, and we've been through some shit. This wasn't just this is this isn't just we went 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 for dinner and moved into each other. Now we're happily no. ever after. No, we had some dark times. We had some light times. We had some more dark times. Survived those. Figured out things. Might have gone to therapy. Figured it out. Moved on. Became better as a result. You yeah. know what I mean? It. You know. You, you you gotta you gotta I feel like a good marriage is the one that lived beyond the happy happily ever after. You know, I know people yeah. who've been together for a long time. They got they broke up, came back together, broke up, came back together, figured things out. Sometimes they had another whole child outside of another relationship, but somehow figured that yeah. out too. That's yeah. the couple I wanna hear from. Yeah. That's yeah. I wanna hear I from you. From. You two months to three years. <laughs> y'all even y'all even got the Similac off the damn relationship. <laughs> I can still smell the Similac on your breath, girl. Oh God man. Well, yo, man, but got me another smoke buddy in the podcast. Yeah, yeah no doubt. No Definitely doubt. Bring you back. So, people, now we end this all day, every day. Life is a learning experience. What's the point of the experience? You didn't learn anything. Smoke this over. Thank you for coming to the lounge, bro. All right. Thank you, man. Peace out. Hey, how you doing? Let me tell you about a great deal. Why don't you come on over to the premium smoke room? There ain't no smoke like premium smoke. I'm talking about four premium podcasts. I'm talking about Miss Spit Queen and the Porn Rap Star. I'm talking about Pilgrim on Wrestling. I'm talking about Causing Havoc with Princess Havoc, as well as the Marie Daily Report. Oh, I'm sorry. 
five STO Dark. Plus also extra premium episodes for some of the hottest ladies and gents in the business of porn. And all this for four ninety nine a month. I'm talking about five to six extra episodes a week on top of the free shit that you get. So do the math. Great deal. Only on Spotify, only on Anchor. Come check me out. Come catch this premium smoke.